This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 5 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023, the eve of the 79th anniversary of the landing in Normandy. We will do, um, we'll break that down tomorrow and for the rest of the month talk about the battle in Normandy, which is much bigger than D-Day. People just think it was taking the beach. As horrific as that was, and it was horrific, that was just the beginning of a very bloody summer uh, in 1944. And here we are in 2023, 79 years later. What have we learned? Another bloody summer. And I tell you, Bakhmut, the battle there is still raging. It turns out they're fighting now back and forth. That, that's as bad as the, this, the bloodiest battle in the 21st century. Raheem Ghassam, uh, also National Pulse. So morning, Joe, Raheem. Here's what I don't get. Uh, and by the way, we've got Mike Davis up, Todd Benzman up. Uh, we're going to have the people leading the, the protests out and, and, uh, against the Dodgers in these uh, in these. Uh, these anti-Catholic groups that are out there trying to destroy baseball and destroy the family. We're going to get to all of it. Um, Raheem, Morning Joe has just got, they're talking about polling and they're, and they're, and they're high-fiving each other. They're saying DeSantis has now turned it around in Florida. DeSantis turned it around here. DeSantis is doing this. But I got, a, I got a story in the National Pulse that tells me that that's not actually true. What, can you walk me through this on the, on the numbers and polling you're seeing? Yeah, sure. And big credit to the guys over at Rasmussen Reports. I encourage everybody to go over to Rasmussen Reports for their um, for their daily tracking of this sort of thing. But, you know, I had a, I had a good read of this, uh, the cross tabs on this poll for, uh, over the course of the weekend in advance of the release uh, of this data from Rasmussen. And what it shows us is this. Um, Ron DeSantis has lost ground since his campaign launch. They did a February poll and then they did a post uh, campaign launch poll. And Ron DeSantis loses two points in a head to head against Donald Trump in their poll, whereas Donald Trump actually picks up 13 points. Um, over that over that period, which is which is quite extraordinary, really, and this will be kind of one of the worst bits of news that the DeSantis campaign could receive right now, because you know you've had a terrible launch, you've had a couple of terrible weeks since the launch, you've had uh, close advisors uh, to the governor actually having to leave because of tensions in the office with the chief strategist Jeff Rowe, who's now in the spotlight himself, uh, being sued in Nevada. There are all of these kind of clouds hanging over the DeSantis campaign. And and what do they do? What, you know, they, they start to get sort of obsess about what's being said on Twitter, and they're trying to weaponize Twitter's fact-checking process against MAGA Republicans. This tells you when a campaign is not not run by top-tier campaign strategists, because they are getting you, you, bogged you, down you, instead of fighting the actual you, campaign. The numbers don't lie. You, he's losing, and he's losing more ground having already launched. That is unheard of. You don't think that running to the right of President Trump on policy, let's leave the personalities aside, on policy, 
you don't think that they're laying the seeds for something that could become much bigger? Because with Nikki Haley, the rest of the Keebler elves, um, it's just all kind of irrelevant. You know, it's just all chit-chat. Uh, DeSantis is is quite definitely, whether it's on the vax, uh, you know, maybe not Ukraine, uh, you know, whether it's woke and ESG and all that, he's clearly trying to, and he's making cutting comments about the president. You know, he didn't, you know, he didn't secure the border. I will, all that. You don't believe that you're seeing the seeds of a, a not victory, but potential to actually mount a more realistic charge because right now it's not, it's not getting traction with on a policy basis trying to go to the right? Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I, I don't think people respond to sort of being read white papers from on stage about, you know, topics such as, quote, the woke mind virus. Now, you know, remember, I, I said a couple of weeks ago, I say it again, being anti-woke is the very, very, very most basic way of being normal, slash being a conservative if, if you are in politics, right? You are effectively saying to the world, I don't believe in communism. I don't believe in cultural Marxism. I don't believe in the satanic order, right? And I think that, that you know, instead of going, oh, yeah, he's anti-woke. It's like, yeah, well, of course, we expect you to be anti-woke. And going around flexing your credentials on like, I'm so anti-woke. I am like super anti-woke that everyone, you know, all these corporates don't want to do business again in my state. Like, hold on. <laughs> you know, that is not the solution to woke, by the way. The solution to woke is to beat it out of the corporations, keep them there, keep those jobs there, keep, you know, Floridian taxpayers uh, benefiting from that sort of thing uh, instead of chasing them away and saying, hey, you may not do business here. But park that aside for a second. You said it yourself. On Ukraine, on foreign policy, he's almost nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be heard. And guess what? That's because of the people around him. You said, Steve, earlier on in the show that the the uh, Haley approach to uh, foreign policy is GOP, you know, GOP establishment, dead in the water, doesn't have a constituents anymore. I disagree. I think what they're doing is they're wrapping it in a MAGA skin suit and parading it around Iowa uh, in the shape of Ron DeSantis right now. That's who they think that they are going to make their stalwart for the old neocon, old neoliberal set of ideas that, that they know they're not going to get anywhere with uh, under Nikki Haley. Um, the other thing about DeSantis and, and the way he's approaching this campaign, which, which kind of just baffles me, is you, you go out there and you talk about policy issues and you go out there and you sort of pretend to run to the right on the vaccines and, and, and lockdowns and things like that on Trump. But then when people actually go through the record, the tail of the tape, as it were, as it, as it pertains to Florida, all they can actually end up pointing to is a slightly faster course correction than some other governors in the country. Now, DeSantis, the way he course corrected certainly took him to the right of almost every other governor over the course yeah. of that time. But his record on the actual issue when it mattered, his walking around wearing yeah. his mask with Dr. Fauci, praising him on air, uh, locking down the beaches, uh, stopping sports being played, all of that sort of thing, it's out there for everyone to see. And I think they thought that they could fool people faster. And I'm here to tell you, you can't fool MAGA world that easily. It just doesn't happen like that. You have to no, be, you smarter, have to be the selling the single yeah. most convincing lie in the world. Yeah. And you'll only sometimes yeah. get some people to believe it. They're not even doing that. The, the, the MAGA is the most sophisticated political movement in the world, bar none. The level of uh, attention and people paying, uh, not just this audience, the even broader MAGA. Um, real quickly, Musk. Mm. Musk, mm. And, and Harnwell got a great buried lead on Saturday. Musk is over there and actually came out and said, no, we, in fact, it's the Jamie Dimon thing. 
I've been showing this Financial Times headline that Jamie Dimon is very concerned about the ending of the current world order, right? The the post-war international rules-based order that was gamed that the establishment brought in the Chinese Communist Party after the after uh, Tiananmen Square, which my speech yesterday was, and we'll play cuts of that hopefully this afternoon. But you've got even more reporting. Walk us through it, because uh, the Elon Musk thing, and I know the fanboys all go, you guys, Steve, you got to quit picking on Elon Musk, right? You got, this guy is the railhead of the collaborationist with the Chinese Communist Party, Raheem Kassam. You know, when you first started talking about that uh, months and months ago, a year ago, whatever it was, over a year ago, maybe, um, I thought, mm, yeah, I'm not sure. Let's see where all of this goes. And I, I mean, oh, my goodness, were you ever right? In the last couple of months, right, think about it this way. Elon Musk has gone to China and kowtowed before the CCP, uh, said he doesn't believe in, you know, decoupling or whatever. Uh, he has hired a World Economic Forum CEO. Um, and now, uh, he, oh, host, by the way, hosted Ron DeSantis. Uh, and now the new hire at Twitter is somebody that used to work for Linda Yaccarino, the World Economic Forum CEO, um, who actually was at NBC and their job was to censor the ads that were going up on NBC. And they censored a Donald Trump ad from going up on MSNB, uh, sorry, on NBC. The guy's name is Joe Benarock. Again, people can read all of these stories at thenationalpulse.com. And Joe Benarock uh, has tweeted his love for drag queens. Um, he's talked about expanding inclusivity and equity and all this DEI nonsense. This is the new person that they're hiring over there at Twitter. So, I, you know, I say to people this, um, when they tell you who they are, take them at their word for it, because this is this is evidence <laughs> of everything we've suspected. Everything. Unbelievable. Reem, I'm, I'm going to go more with you, hopefully tomorrow or the next day. I think we're going to get mm. Fleckus on. Mm -hmm. uh, from from uh, one of the great podcasting network you're building up, uh, I want to talk about National Pulse for a second. Uh, they, uh, I got um, Mike Davis going to join us here in a second, and we got mm -hmm. Todd Benzman, two guys I admire more and think are two of the smartest guys around: Darren Beatty and Raheem Kassam. I remember I start, first started doing my Elon Musk stuff. Both of them had the same comment: Bannon, you're finding a CC, you're finding commies under every bed. You got to you got to dial it down. I'm just saying, I got it. Tell me about National Pulse. I tell you, Raheem, it's on fire this weekend. I don't know. You had five or ten stories that were must-read. The different analysis you guys are doing, it, it's, it's having a big impact. And I realize you guys are just launching. How do people get there? Yeah, that's right. I appreciate that. And and, and happy to doff my cap to you on the Musk stuff. Um, on uh, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room is where this audience can go. It's a very limited time offer to come and support real news, right? We're not corporate backed. We're not funded by big donors. Nobody dictates our editorial positions to us. That happens right here at this desk. And so we need you to, to, to come in and support us, but we don't expect you to do it for nothing, right? We have put together a phenomenal, phenomenal membership package for people that they get actual uh, quantifiable things for joining up and supporting this, such as the behind the scenes stuff that we do in the editor's notes section, um, such as the exclusive uh, podcast episodes that we have from Fleckus, from Steak for Breakfast, from myself. We have a great long interview with uh, Gavin Wax, formerly of the Babylon Bee, up from this weekend. You get exclusive analysis. The, the list goes on, and I encourage people basically just to go to the website, go to the nationalpulse.com yeah. forward slash war room, check it out. 
And the first month is on me, okay? Like you can join for free today. That's limited, by the way, because we've had thousands and thousands of people joining. The nationalpulse.com forward slash warum. And I just have to say, if you're not doing this, if you're not supporting, you know, wider kind of MAGA media, putting your shoulder to the wheel on all of this stuff, then my question is this. Do you even MAGA, bro? Like that is the epitome of the least that people can do in this environment right now when we're being censored. We're even being censored on Twitter nowadays, uh, MAGA people. Big so time. the nationalpulse.com forward slash warum. Raheem, great. Everybody go check out. I mean, look, he's, he's going to give for some folks today to sign up. He'll give you 30 days to take a look at it. Raheem, great job. Look forward to have Fleckus back, uh, hopefully on tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks so Raheem much. Kassam. Doing a great job over the Pulse. Uh, Mike Davis, Mike, uh, Mike, you, you've temporarily taken a, um, a a break from trying to be, you, you're the ones that's trying to uh, negotiate a ceasefire on the flame war between DeSantis, the DeSantis militia and the, and the, uh, Trump, uh, the Trump army. So uh, taking aside from that, <laughs> tell me about all weekend on all the stories we cover, you can't hear that besides saying how great McCarthy is. The only thing they're do- focused on is Jack Smith and, uh, in Mar-a-Lago, you were the guy that came on here on the afternoon of 8 August on the show and said this all nonsense. What about the conspiracy? You know, Jack Smith's got his grand jury coming back today. They say, hey, this is where they're going to bring the charging document, all that. Give us your assessment. And particularly, they're trying to make a case now for conspiracy so, because they can't prove a crime. Is that it? Yeah. So, I mean, look at what's going on here, Steve. We have the FBI has been caught They have a document, they've had this document for many years with evidence that then Vice President Joe Biden took a $5 million foreign bribe, it looks like from China, and changed American policy. So you would think, okay, let's brace for an indictment. Well, it looks like what the Biden Justice Department, what Attorney General Merrick Garland is going to do is the same thing. They did with Crossfire Hurricane, where they deflected from Hillary Clinton's own illegal home server when she was Secretary of State, hacked by foreign leaders, uh, our most classified secrets hacked, and this server almost certainly included evidence of the Clinton Foundation's illegal pay-for-play bribery scheme. So what did they do? They cooked up the Russian collusion hoax and the Crossfire Hurricane investigation against Trump in 2016 and hobbled his presidency for three years. That's what Garland is going to do now with Jack okay. Smith. They're going to go after him. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You've connected massively important dots here. But I'm take if I can, and I thank you so much for sticking around because we're going to have you on earlier. I want to take a short break. I got to have Davis walk through this because this is monumental. Okay. Also, have Todd Benzman. The invasion of the southern border continues unabated. Now they got a massive measles breakout in the police stations in Chicago because of it. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings. Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, 
Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we are we are really jammed. We got an all star lineup. I got so much to say, Mike Davis. You got to just real quickly hit it from the top. People, this is why Chris Ray complied, and this is why we didn't chase the Chris Ray story last week. I thought it was compelling enough. He would comply. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He's complied to turn over the whistleblower documents and everything related to the five million dollar bribe that they say they can prove with an informant and a whistleblower. I don't know, coming out of Romania or through Romania or something, but there's a $5 million bribe paid to, uh, paid to Joe Biden as VP, correct? And, and, and walk me through that part of the story because a guy like you doesn't get excited unless it's big, and you've told me, hey, focus on this thing. This thing's real, sir. Yeah, so my former boss, Chuck Grassley, Senator Chuck Grassley, has teamed up with House Oversight Chairman James Comer, and they have this whistleblower that has come forward, a very credible whistleblower. Grassley does not oversell. He's the king of oversight. He's been the king of oversight for decades. I promise you he has evidence here. And that evidence, according to this whistleblower, is that when Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States, he took a $5 million foreign bribe. I'm hearing China, but it could be somewhere else. And this uh, uh, Joe Biden took this five million dollar bribe and he changed American policy. Right. So that's pretty bad uh, stuff. If, if you have a president of the United States who is compromised by corrupt foreign payments, by foreign bribery, I don't know how yeah. he stays in office. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying it's not CCP. I, I just think you're going to find out that somehow Romania has something to do with it. But that's a topic for a different day. And so connect that, connect that to Jack Smith. All of a sudden, it's all engines ahead flank on uh, – it's all engines ahead flank on, on, I guess, a conspiracy charge out of Mar-a-Lago. Because you said from the beginning they got nothing there as far as the original charge. What, how does that connect with what's happening with Ray and this thing with Biden? How does that connect to all of a sudden the turbocharged nature of Jack Smith? Well, it's the same play that the FBI did against – Trump in 2016. Again, Hillary got caught with her illegal home server hacked by foreign governments showing foreign bribery schemes with the Clinton Foundation. She destroyed the server, obstruction of justice. So uh, what did the, the FBI do? They concocted the Russian collusion hoax against Trump. And they they worked with President Biden, Vice, or excuse me, President Obama, Vice President Biden, the Attorney General, the FBI Director James Comey, the CIA director and others to cook up this Russian collusion hoax during the 2016 campaign to deflect from Hillary's uh, clear legal troubles. And that turned into crossfire hurricane, the crossfire hurricane investigation where they got an illegal home. They got an illegal FISA warrant. They lied to to the FISA court. They obstructed justice by perpetuating the hoax for several years. 
is is your is your theory now that Jack Smith's got to come up with some conspiracy because there's no underlying crime here, sir? Obstruction. I think he's coming up with obstruction. And obstruction. Remember, I mean, yep. Remember, yep. Trump was allowed to take his presidential records uh, uh, when he left office. That's that's allowed by the Presidential Records Act. Clinton had eight years of highly classified audio recording, 79 tapes in his sock drawer, and an Obama judge correctly held that presidents make the sole determination whether to take right. their presidential records when they leave. Right. And the mere fact of taking them, uh, it shows that they're personal and declassified. Same with Trump. He's allowed to have his presidential records. That's why Congress gives them federally funded office space, secret service protection, secure office space, security clearances for federally funded staff. They're allowed to have their presidential records classified or not. Trump declassified the Crossfire Hurricane records the day before he left office, and he had his copy. And Biden didn't like that because we saw with John John Durham's special counsel report, these are very damning. They show this worst conspiracy possible from the Oval Office and the FBI to, to try to take out a presidential candidate in 2016 to deflect from the legal troubles of another. So Trump had these records. They were declassified via presidential memo. Uh, his White House chief of staff, the day he left office on January 20th, 2021, said, do a privacy review and make these public. Well, Biden came in and never made them public. And he actually had Garland go do this illegal home raid, went to a biased judge, Bruce Reinhardt, who had just recused from Trump's civil lawsuit, clear bias, for his Facebook post. They did this unprecedented, unnecessary, unlawful home yeah. raid in office to go get back these crossfire hurricane records. They're now going to going to likely indict Trump for for obstruction, which is not even legally yeah. possible. Trump was allowed to have his presidential record. You can't obstruct investigations into non-crimes. This is when Mike Davis is at his best. And by the way, with Grassley, he got Gorsuch through, Kavanaugh through, the guy's a rock star. Mike, and I really appreciate, remember, Mike's a red-haired Irishman, so he was born fighting, right? R- right from his mom to the world to the fighting, because, you know, he's a, he, th- this brother's the fight club. I really appreciate you, Mike, trying to be the peacemaker, <laughs> Mike Davis, and uh, trying to be a peacemaker between the flame war that is broken out between the DeSantis camp and the and the in uh, the Trump camp. We'll do that at another time. How do they get to your site, and particularly your Twitter, which is even more fascinating than it normally is, Mike Davis? I would just say I'm fully supporting Trump. He's going to win. Let's not destroy the Republican future over a presidential fight. So it's Article Three Project. Dot org article number three project dot org at article three project at article number three project on getter twitter truth and my personal is at m r d d m i a m r d d m i a this is why mike davis is such a special guy most of the fighters and bomb throwers don't have the level of maturity discernment to be able to step back and say hey guys let's keep our let's keep our eye on the price here mike davis you're a national treasure thank you for being on here sir thank you steve Another national treasurer is Todd Benzman. Todd, uh, you've got an amazing report up on the Post. i got to ask you also about this situation. It looks like a measles breakout. We don't have all the details. I'm trying to get Liz Yore on this afternoon in Chicago. But you have warned about this, sir. Uh, is the invasion on the southern border uh, becoming less because the media is not covering it, or is it actually being exacerbated by this illegitimate regime in the White House? Todd Benzman. I'm going with option two. It's exacerbated by policy. So listen, the, 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 the mass migration crisis at the border, they told you over and over and over again as we were leading up to the end of Title 42, 
that uh, they've got a tough plan. This thing is so tough uh, that even the ACLU has sued them over it because it's so tough. We're turning everybody back. Everybody's ineligible for asylum. We're going to do expedited removal under Title VIII. Uh, if you were worried about Title 42, don't worry. Uh, this thing is really going to be tough. It's going to fix all the holes. All of that is just BS. None of that is happening. Uh, I was down there. The piece in the New York Post is based on my reporting from just last week. Family units, it's bring a kid day. If you bring a kid up to the border and cross illegally, uh, you get in. You're getting right in. I looked at their papers. I've interviewed five different families. I shot video of them from my, my new drone uh, just pouring over the border at Eagle Pass, uh, being let right into the country, put on buses, just like always, just like always. Uh, so point being is policy matters. Policy matters. These immigrants are not stupid. They have figured out what no. the loophole is, just like we said that, that they would, and they are pouring in over that border right now at the family units, family units. We're going to have more of, um, of Todd when we can break all this down. He's got time. Todd, you're, you're giving a talk today, and I, do, I want to give a shout-out to the group, the, the big MAGA audience, big War Room audience that had you, what, at, uh, in, uh, in Newport Beach, I think it was, and then today in Palm Springs. Why does Todd Bannon – Bannon is in the freaking War Room working, and I got Ben's been going around taking a victory. Like, There's something wrong here in the universe. I want you here and me out there – with with the with the with the ladies at these at these Republican clubs, we love you. We love Palm, Palm Springs. We love the Newport Beach in the in the Bay Area club down there. Where, where did you speak last week, and where are you speaking today? Yeah, Newport Beach. I mean, these are uh, women's Republican uh, clubs, big, gigantic, uh, forceful Republican groups in the middle of a sea of blue out here in California. Uh, big MAGA groups, big uh, uh, war room posse. Uh, fans and fanatics. Uh, so they uh, are out here doing uh, good work and bringing the issues to their membership. And uh, so I'm out here in Palm okay. Springs to okay. the, the you, big group here. Yeah. You, you, you tell them to, from us that we love them and we wish we were there, but we're working and Todd Benson's going around, uh, you know, doing the party circuit. But <laughs> we, we, we admire you for it, Todd. You're still the best. On the, on the border invasion, and thank you for being out there in California and, and at these uh, Republican women's clubs because these women women make it happen. Let's be blunt in this Dude. movement. Women are the driving forces of this. They, 100% they do, just like in American history. It's been the moms and the women that's been on their shoulders for, since time immemorial. The promised land, remember? That's the New Jerusalem. Todd Benson, real quickly, how do people, your reporting's amazing. You're up on the Post all the time now. Daily Mail, all of it. Where do people go to get the real stuff? That's right. Well, this piece is just published in the New York Post all about how the family rush is on again. Uh, and also, you can find my book, Overrun, anywhere books are sold. Uh, Overrun, how Joe Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history. And I think the world history, actually, now, if I had a chance to go back and change that subhead, I would. It's world history. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Modern modern world history. Uh, Bensman, thank you. Look forward to having a great have a great uh, uh, speech out there today at the uh, in Palm Springs, the Republican Women's Club. Tell them we all love them. I'll pass the word. Let's go, stay in California. Let's stay in California. John Yep. John, um, tell me about you've got this march. You know they're 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 taking the illegal alien families and giving them priorities. 
here in the United States. Maybe I get to Yep after the break. John Yep is leading a march. They're trying to destroy families in Southern California. And how are they doing it? They're trying to do it through the great uh, American tradition and pastime of baseball. Walter O'Malley's, a super devout Catholic, Walter O'Malley's beloved uh, Brooklyn and Los Angeles Dodgers. It's almost hard to say this. Uh, supporting a virently anti-Catholic group. And John Yep and some traditional Catholics are saying, not so fast, next in the war room. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, I want to bring in John. Yep. Uh, John, walk me through. You you, you are pulling together traditional uh, Catholics and evangelicals to uh, throw down hard against what the Dodgers are doing. Walk us through what's the problem, what's the issue, and what are you guys doing about it? Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They're a nonprofit based in San Francisco. They've been around for a while, but ultimately they do many anti-specifically Catholic stuff. Their shows are sexually explicit. They mock our Lord, the Blessed Mother, and uh, co-host of other heavenly hosts. The point they have been invited by the LA Dodgers. Uh, they were invited back in May. We all jumped. Uh, we as in group, other other groups, not just Catholics for Catholics, which I represent, Catholic Vote, Church Militant, Lifeside. We pushed back. They rescinded the, the invitation, and then um, the left, secular left, went ballistic and basically got them reinstated. So they are on schedule June sixteenth, which. Uh, coincidentally, June 16th is the Feast of the Sacred Heart, a very special day for Catholics. They will be in L.A. Dodger Stadium uh, doing their, sh- their their blasphemous show, which is insulting the biggest voter bloc in the United States. The Catholics, 23% of this, of this nation is, is, is Catholic. So what have we done? Many groups have come together. That's the bad news. The good news is that we have seen an unprecedented amount. It's kind of like the Catholic Bud Light moment, if you will where groups, not just Catholic, Protestants, even a Jewish, prominent Jewish rabbi has spoken up in a big way to push back and say, this is not okay. So it's been a real show of unity, Steve. Um, and you know, breaking over the weekend, we can say that we have uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland who has decided to come, and, and that's uber significant to have such a high-level church leader come out and be on the streets there. So we will, uh, we're gonna be there uh, to protest, or 
prayerful procession, meet at the Los Angeles Cathedral at 4.30 on June 16th, and then march to LA Dodger Stadium. And there have some speakers, et cetera, et cetera. We have hundreds of, are, of people interested. No, no, no. We'll get a crowd. Are you telling me they're actually that group is going to perform this anti cat They're actually going to perform at Dodger Stadium? They're being about, honored yes, by the in Dodgers? The stadium, in front of whatever, 60,000 fans. I mean, can you believe this? This is that, – that it's, it's, it goes against such all an American of, principle. Yeah. All of Dodger management should be fired and terminated for this. This is outrageous. This is outrageous. Absolutely. Boycott the Dodgers big league. Uh, this is outrageous. This is so in your face, taking the great tradition of taking the kids out uh, to a baseball game, particularly Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine, which is just fantastic. Dodger Stadium out there. How to, John, we're going to have you back on. Right now, I need everybody to go and find out about this march and whether they want to participate. Uh, this par- prayerful procession. Where do they go? C, the letter C, F-O-R-C dot com. And you can also help us by our billboard campaign. We have images of the Sacred Heart of Jesus all over L.A. running currently right now in that city to remind people the reason for the season. Brother, thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to spend a lot of time with this. We'll make sure it's a lot more than hundreds. It's going to be thousands or hopefully tens of thousands. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Steve. John, yep. By the way, um, also, make sure you make contact, 202-225-3121. Congressman Andy Clyde, put your shoulder to the wheel. Support. we got to bring up the gun brace legislation immediately. McCarthy and these uh, traitors, the collaborationists cannot jeopardize 3 million Americans uh, that could be uh, picked up at the ATF by felons. This has got to be stopped. They did this because they didn't like the fact that patriots try to stop them on selling out the country on this uh, debt ceiling, which is a total, it, it, nothing. They did nothing except give Biden unlimited amount of money. Let me go. I got, I got to do the Nikki Haley thing from last night on artificial intelligence. Let's play it and bring in Joe Allen. I want you to meet Jody Jacklin. She's a retired account credit manager from Johnston. She's a member of Capital Region Republican Women. Jody. My question is, how do we manage the growing age of artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence is happening whether we like it or not. So I think the first thing is you have to acknowledge this is real. And it can be a source for good, right? This is something that's going to move us over to the, you know, to the next level when it comes to all types of things. What we need to do is not heavily regulate it, but we need to have guardrails, right? And so if you look, the Europeans are already onto it. The Chinese are already onto it. What we don't want is for them to leave us. And so Biden has been very... He's been slow on wanting to do anything about it, but that's the wrong way to look at it. We should be bringing in the private sector to tell us exactly what we need to watch out for with AI, how we can best use AI, and just establish basic guardrails, and then let the private sector work, because there's a lot of good innovation that's going to come from this, whether it's from healthcare, whether it's from tech, whether it's from all kinds of creativity that we can have. We don't want to suppress it. We just want to make sure that we're making sure it doesn't become dangerous. Did you see the the ad that Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out? It was a scene from The Office. They had a, a deep faked Ron DeSantis's face and voice. Oh my God, that's a woman's suit. You're wearing a woman's suit? No, I do. I I wear men's suits. Okay, I got this out of a bin. There were these huge bins of clothes, and everybody was rightfully through them like crazy. And I grabbed one, and it fit. So I don't think that this is totally just a woman's suit. At the very least, it's bisexual. And it was funny. It was obviously a spoof. But I wondered, boy, where could this go? And I'm wondering how 
how much that might worry you personally. Politically, a lot. Because, you know, I mean, look, politics is a blood sport. And I come from South Carolina, so I know how dirty it can get. So when you look at that, you do worry that is there an image that's really not you that they go and put out there. But, you know, I don't think that means you just stop all AI in the process. That's kind of but the guardrails are what we should figure out to keep those things from happening. But, you know, it is what it is. Once you open that door, you can't close it. We saw it with social media. Mm. We're going to see it with AI as well. What did you mean when you said you'd had chat GPT used on you? What does that mean? Someone read an intro of me and they had used chat GBT to get it. Oh. And they asked me how accurate it was. And what was it, like 50-50? It was pretty accurate, It was pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Joe Allen, you're back from your special project. Uh, Right there, you know, she's a corporatist. Everything she does, she rolls over to the corporations, but uh, she's on DeSantis for fighting Disney. What's your take on this? Because this, people have to understand, this is going to be the party line for the um, for the uh, surrender monkey, um, the um, the corporatist, the not want to take on the tech oligarchs, uh, controlled opposition Republican Party. Uh, what say you, Joe Allen? Well, Steve, I see the uh, the coming of another instance of regulatory capture. We saw all of the congressional hearings soon after the congressional hearings, where Sam Altman was really the centerpiece. You saw a statement published. uh, It was a single sentence published and signed by the guys at Google and the guys at OpenAI and Anthropic. And the statement said that AI poses an existential risk to humanity. And the reason was to garner the interest of Congress. And what I see happening going forward is that companies who are creating the problems, such as Google or OpenAI with their backers at Microsoft, they are going to partner with, the, the, with our legislature. And they're, the, in the end, I think it will end up very much like what we saw with the pharmaceutical industry or something like Monsanto, where you have a revolving door of industry insiders who are actually crafting the legislation that's supposed to protect people from the dangers that those uh, industries are creating. So you saw it with Purdue Pharma, for instance. Uh, Dr. Wright, who came from the FDA, he was the reviewer on OxyContin, and he immediately went over to Purdue Pharma to do risk assessment on OxyContin. And he, in the early 2000s, insisted that this opioid was not addictive. And I think that that sort of thing is just going to keep playing forward with big tech to the extent that they get the assent of Congress. The reason that our legislators are there is not to protect the corporations. Obviously, it shouldn't even need to be stated. Their reason for being there is to do the will of the people. And I would hazard to guess most of our listeners are not on board with the projects going on at Google and OpenAI to create a superhuman artificial general intelligence, which both of them openly declare Did, that's their end goal. And just on the, well, you, you know, can, if you bracket that, yeah. if you yeah. if you bracket that existential risk and look at the idea of, of deep fakes being the most immediate danger, what you're going to end up with is companies like Google who are going to be responsible for identifying so-called disinformation. And we saw what happened during the pandemic. Anything that was outside of what Anthony Fauci was saying or the NIH 
or the CDC. And then, of course, the, the decision of the FDA to put out these vaccines without really any kind of uh, without sufficient protections or safety measures. What happened? Google just completely wiped out any criticism on YouTube or they deranked yeah. it on uh, their search engine. And so or they labeled it as disinformation. These are not the people to trust with the public consciousness and the integrity of what's happening in, on social media or media in general. Give me, give me a minute. We only got a minute left. Give me a minute. Was Nikki Haley, her naivete was kind of stunning, was it not, sir? Yes, I, I think that what you saw there is she's a good politician, obviously. She, she said a lot and said nothing. But uh, she really, that, that statement about we need to let the private industry do its thing, I don't think we're in a place right now where the private industry, especially the leaders in artificial intelligence, can be trusted to just simply do their thing while Congress puts up these weak guardrails that are supposed to protect the public from the onslaught of not only the, the, the disinformation, but also just the chatbots themselves in education and in uh, the, the corporate sector or the media sector. We really are on the cusp of this sort of Philip K. Dick unreality. And these people cannot be the yeah. stewards of what is and is not the truth. Amen. Joe, how do people get to you? You're back in, the, uh, you're back in harness. We've got a lot of big announcements about you. Uh, how do people get to you, follow your content? You can find me at uh, jobot.xyz. Uh, you can find me at warroom.org under the transhumanism tab and social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. Joe, welcome back. Thank you. Hard at work. Uh, I got Steve Stern. Yeah. Steve, on a, we're trying to get people on the, the forecast out. 14 June is your flag day commemoration slash celebration. Tell people about it. Where do they go? How do they get how to become part of this? patriotize.com. If you go there, you can link up, you can hook up, or if you can't go there, give me a call. We'll put you on the link. This is on the 14th of June, Flag Day. We have 60 of the top speakers going to be on. We got General Flynn, General Valerie, General Boldock, uh, General Orbach. Uh, we have you speaking, Lindell, uh, Channel uh, Rio from One American News, Tom Holman, John Solomon, Clay Clark, Wayne Root, uh, Peter Navarro, John Fredericks, Dr. Gina, uh, Steve Gruber, uh, Dr. Diamond, Cleta Mitchell, on and on and on. And why is this Flag Day so important? It provides an opportunity for Americans to come together and express their pride and appreciation for the country and its enduring symbols, including the flag. It serves a reminder of the values and deals, ideals that the flag represents, such as freedom, democracy, and unity. So we need to get everybody together. And why did this happen? Well, a guy named Sky Dembski in 2002 rolled out one of the largest flags. He got upset that China had the largest American flag. So he made the largest American flag, took him three months. Um, he passed away. He uh, left it to his friend, Commander James Alexander. He passed away and gave it to Patricia Alexander, his wife. And about three years ago, they rolled out the largest American flag uh, with Sharon McCoy, Dane, uh, and John Censor. Go ahead, yes. Yeah, Steve, hang on for one second. We're, we're going we're to keep you through the break. Short commercial break. Uh, it's the 11th anniversary of Turning Point USA, and they've had a big impact. You know who tells me that? Not Charlie Kirk. Not Tyler Boyer. 
but the New York Times and Nate Cohen next in the world. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to drive fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit Flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Carry Nation's Heritage about Old Glory. Steve, we got to bounce. But once again, I just want the website that people go to to find out about this Flag Day commemoration. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. So there's the site. It's going to be from 10 to 6 on the Lindell Network. We want to thank you and him for getting us on there live all day with top people. We're going to have a big surprise for you next time we come on. 
Uh, we have somebody very important coming on, and you want to be there. Also, you want to get your flag shirt for the 4th of July and Flag Day. Go to www.theflagshirt.com. We have some new stuff that we just put up for Flag Day. Thank you very much. Enjoy, and thanks for having me on. Steve Stern, always the hardest working man at 82 years old, a young 82, I might add, the most ambitious guy I know and works crazy all day long for the precinct strategy, getting people engaged. Steve Stern, thank you for doing this, and thank you for doing this commemoration on Flag Day on 14 June. We're going to have everybody there. Thanks, brother. New York Times, uh, we started the show early on about uh, about not just Saudi Arabia and what's happening there with this the, their vote no on this massive um, spending package that the Republican collaborationists basically worked up and worked with Biden. Then we had Raheem on the – you remember we were mocked a couple of years ago. We said, hey, these Ukrainian troops got a bunch of Nazi symbolism on their uniforms. Uh, what does that mean? Are these guys neo-Nazis? Of course, we were mocked and ridiculed. New York Times said that's correct. Now, over the weekend, Nate Cohen's come out and talked about Tyler Boyer from from Turning Point, your 11th anniversary this morning. Uh, Nate Cohen is doing a a statistical analysis, polling analysis. He says that the youth, that everybody's moving to the right. I would say if that's happening, it's because of uh, one of the big elements is uh, you and Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA. What say you, sir? Well, Steve, yeah, it's... uh it's not a shocking turn of events from the New York Times. They've, in the last few years, have put out a couple of different things talking about the effectiveness of Turning Point, uh, our entire ecosystem, uh, both at Turning Point USA, which is our 501c3 side, and now Turning Point Action, which is on our C4 side, where we're going out, pounding the precincts, uh, and, and recruiting new lifeblood into the Republican Party. So this, this Nate... Cohen's story has been very interesting because it's, it's what we've been shouting because everybody in 2020 said, oh, look at the youth vote. The youth vote was dramatically worse uh, for the Democrats than, than it ever has before. And as it's, as it's highlighted and, and, and Cohen is, is telling the entire world is it's less than half of what it was for Obama in 2008. And so what we're seeing is these millennial voters who came out at, at a 66 percent uh, shtick for Obama in 2008 are now way down to only a 12-point margin uh, between Biden and Trump in 2020. And so uh, 2024 could be a bloodbath for young voters with the left, and especially if we get our act together and start chasing them down the way that we need to. Now, you need to do this program that you and Charlie are working up to chase down the ballots. Also, we need to drill home how... Um, they're nothing but uh, Russian serfs. I think 52 percent of, uh, of of folks are saying that they, they can't sleep at night because of the financial situation. You guys are doing this through conferences, networking. You've got a women's conference that I know Captain Bannon and uh, and Natalie are going to speak at. And I think Jane Zirkel and Grace are going to be there. You've got I'm going to speak at this uh, the, the other conference you have in, in July. Give me a minute on how you guys actually are making this happen. How are you making that connection? Because all the media says all the young people hate MAGA. They hate what Trump stands for. They hate America first, all that. How are you guys actually making, doing it that you see the results in the New York Times of polling and statistical analysis, sir? Well, you know what? It's funny today. I was actually talking to one of our advisors, and we were going through numbers and the difference, the key difference maker, and this is what we learned 
from the left's movement uh, over 10 years ago, which was that face-to-face, interpersonal, relationship-driven interactions are what matters. And so you just got to find a way to get in front of people, talk to people where they are, and then build things that are cool. And one of the things that we've done at Turning Point is we built, you know, cool conferences. We, we do conferences at the size of what a, you know, pop concert would look like. And so that naturally brings in talent and individuals that, that have never engaged the conservative movement before. And then from there, we plug them into activism. So we do training and then we have an entire infrastructure, both on our C3 side and our C4 side to go, hey, we want you involved. And this is how you can get involved in many different ways. Um, and you brought up here Tyler, for us, most important yeah. about that is we want them out in the community doing the work the left has been yep. doing uh, longer than us. How do people get there? Because I know you and Charlie come with this whole action plan about getting this ballot situation taken care of. And we got to get on it now, 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 now. And I know you guys are working on a big plan. How, where do people go to find out more about Turning Point? Just go straight to tpaction.com and you can find, it's really easy through each, we have a pop-up right in the front talking about uh, our scorecard, which is the update here in later in summer after our ATCON conference, which you can go to tpaction.com slash ATCON. And uh, we're going to be announcing quite a bit there about how to get involved with the ballot chase and becoming a part of the army that's going to win next year for us. The army that's going to win. Tyler, what's your social media? You can just find me just right at my name, at Tyler Boyer, right on Twitter. Tyler Boyer, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-W-Y-E-R. And uh, we'd love to have everyone follow along at home. And, and we love our War Room fans. It's, it's a lot of fun. We love you guys, too. Uh, Tyler Boyer, one of the guys making it happen. Charlie Kirk follows us for, with two more hours of populist nationalism right here on Real America's Voice. Um, I'm going to get into – there's a huge Economist article about the alternative economy we're building. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. That's all with Michael Seifert. You've got this New York Times piece about how the youth is shifting to the right because of the work of people like Charlie Kirk and Tyler over Turning Point. Uh, you've got uh, – tonight, uh, we're going to – from 5 to 7, we're going to be absolutely lit. There's so much going on. Everybody be back here. Stick around now. you got Charlie Kirk. Then you got Posobiec. We're back five to seven, and we're going to come in hot. Make sure you check out Congressman Clyde. Let him know you have his back. This pistol brace, which we're going more into five o'clock, is unsat. It's got to come to the floor, and we're going to force it there and force a motion to vacate on McCarthy tonight at five. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 